It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hey, everybody. Welcome to 2023. Um, It is January. The recording of this episode of the California Penal League podcast is taking place on January 2nd, 2023, which means this is the first episode of the year, obviously, um, and uh, it'll be fun to revisit this in, like, say, early November 2023, this year, when uh, we're taking the tarp down, and we're done doing the champagne shower, and uh, we're celebrating a Guardians World Series victory. So, this is the beginning say, of the journey, boys. This is where was, it starts. Steve, not to interject, I was also going to say... Or August 1st, when we are completely batshit wrong on everything we're about to say tonight. But... Yeah. This, well, that's also that's fine. The, that's the beauty that's the of World what series? we're about to do tonight. I'm, I, so I recorded my garage, and I have like a man cave out here. Um, it made me think, if we win the World Series, we should each tarp our garages and recreate the World Series celebration as a video for the people done. and puts in the box. Done. Mm. Yes. Done, Fabs. Done a thousand times over. And I... We should... Yeah, we'll do a live video uh, recording that night. Yes. Let's just... Oh, and I'll have, like, the big drunk. goggles. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. 100% we're all oh, going to have big goggles. I'll carry my kids with noise-canceling headphones and be like, Dad, what's happening right now? And I'll just be screaming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. My, my, my two-and-a-half-year-old son will be a part of my video. Yeah, come help Are you taking us high water. mom again? <laughs> no, um, but I will say also um, because two of us are in a state that is way behind the curve on many things. Um, about twelve oh five on January first, I did put some money down on our Cleveland Guardians to win said World Series. Nice. Where were they going at? 25 to one. Uh, the odds were plus 2,700 to one. So, okay. My... So 27 to one. That's pretty. So 27. Cool. To one. Yeah. yeah. So like my that. margin, like my, 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 uh, my little bit will net me, uh, well, not a they... retirement fund, but a, uh, a nice little payday. Okay. Nice. Are they favored to win, uh, to win the central? Currently. They are favored to win the Central. Uh, they are not okay. favored to win the American League. Um, Astros, Yankees, and I believe the Angels and, and Rays, I believe, huh? are also 
Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I believe we're doing this again. Yeah, we're going to be doing this every again. year. Every and, and now year that with we're, the like, goddamn now angels. Now that it's like finally legal in Ohio. I well, will be fun, your degenerate too, friend, like, friend. It's funny, like about the angels, which like oh, it's like whoa, wow, they got Tyler Anderson. Like, great, I'm positive he will not be what he was with the Dodgers. Well, like, timeout, timeout. Nah. This this is also coming off the news that the L.A. Dodgers have released old friend Trevor Bauer and will not Ooh, be keeping baby. him on the payroll. So, I mean, are they still on the hook if, though for some of that? They're still on the hook for like all of his like all of it. Two thousand. Yes, that's. 23 that's shades. like 30 some million dollars yes yeah. uh so some well, team could I saw the in. fun news it, the the angels are, are, remind me of uh angels and rangers had to probably be like top two teams right i mean let, oh let, god let's not kid ourselves. rangers too yeah because rangers everyone's and, like rangers and rotation or angels i mean whatever those have to yeah be the, 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 look at teams. that rotation that the rangers have they statistically have the best like great i'm sure i'm sure none of them will make uh, thirty starts. So yeah, because That's, last time relying on crazy. a bull or a, a, a staff of thirty. That's uh, an average age of thirty-two plus uh, has never gone awry. Awry. Oh my god! And that, the Angels that, are still in the division with the Astros and the the Mariners. Like the Mariners. How, like, how would you? Well, that was what I saw. Like <laughs> I saw um, Evan Longoria signed with the Diamondbacks on a one-year deal. And, yes, he did. <laughs> um. John Heyman was like tweeting. He was like, well, Longoria wanted to go to a contender and the Diamondbacks are a team on the rise. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you the uh, NL West out, of all come divisions? Out, come out. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get too off topic before we even start our episode. John Heyman was also the same person who said that the Yankees have made uh, uh, big strides in improving their roster this year and that they should be the AL favorites. The only addition they have made to their roster is Carlos Rodon. Oh, and I'm I'm entirely skeptical of what he'll do in New York. Like I know yeah, he's I we agree. talked about this yeah. already. We've already talked. This is well trod ground. Yeah, but I mean like, the Guardians have addressed more issues than yes. the Yankees have. I know Aaron Judge is like obviously a freak, and he is so good. Uh, and they kept he was him, also which is putting a up huge those numbers win. in a contract year and he had like the mythical like yes he had a mythical health healthy year like yeah correct good luck i mean that that you know man i don't know i don't know next time he'll play a full season my guess is he my guess is the blue jays are gonna win the east oh Mm. oh well it's gonna be tight like the yankees Dude, the Yankees got off to like the craziest start of any team in like the last twenty years, and they held on for dear life. Like the Guardians, <laughs> at one point, I was like, they were like within four games of the Yankees. Like yeah, they the were Yankees fabulous. will probably win ninety-five to one hundred games, but like they are not going to have the health they had last year with with their key offensive players. I and like that. They are not going to get off to the start that they got off I, to last year. I like what you're saying. Let's keep that for a. Episode, maybe a week or so. Absolutely, yeah. For our, our yeah, our uh, yeah, our, our, our hot takes episode. Yes, Ooh, I, okay. I, I, I don't disagree with you on that take. I, well, I won't be surprised if they win, but like, I also won't be surprised if they, if they, if they like lost the division. Like, for instance, I would be shocked. If the Astros oh. don't win the West, like that would be something where, it's oh, like, oh well, my God. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a layup. It's a layup for them in the West. I mean, yeah. who's, so who's there like a good money bet is like, Who, well, who's their the only, I mean, the only, other, the only other contention in the West is really the Rangers. No, the Mariners. Mariners. Oh, yeah. Okay. Never mind. I would argue, I mean, I would say that the, the only thing that could possibly hurt the Astros going into next year would be that you've got injuries injuries well lots of yeah so injuries deep. you've got you know um altuve and bregman are getting a, a little bit older sure um I, well alex bregman's like 
he's not that old. What is he, 30? Is he even 30? No, he's, he's uh, still 30. No, he's 20. Though, I think. He's crazy young still. But like <laughs> Altuve's getting a little bit older. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, that is, Altuve's wow. getting a little older and long in tooth. They they don't have like that like veteran ace anymore. Like they relied a lot on like Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander. Um, That's fair. It's a lot of young pitching still. So like there's that. Um, as far as I yeah, remember, like, I the still, Astros haven't signed think, anybody, did they? <laughs> not really. Um, but I still think they're going to be a 500 ball club. I mean, the Astros are still going to win like 90 plus games. So, but, but you yeah. know what? This, this is all good fodder for a hot take American League yeah. episode that we can. I'm excited that we can do our, our preview. We make our picks and all that fun stuff in the coming weeks. Yeah. 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 Today we're, we're talking today, about, we're not talking about that. Our New Year's resolutions because we're in the spirit. So, uh, we're going to do gonna some, lose 25 some New Year's pounds, boys. No, I'm nice. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have the willpower. Not doing any this of is that. the year you cultivate. This is the year you 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 build the mass and then you cultivate <clears throat> into muscle. I'm going to cultivate That's mass. Right. I'm going to cultivate mass like Mac and always sunny. Yeah. And this is my. I don't care here. that I I don't care that it was a that that's a fictional show. Uh, to me, it's autobiographical. And uh, we really did that with his body, yeah. so you could say it's. Yeah. The, the character's fake, but like the person added a bunch of fat. Rob, McGall- yeah. and then Rob McElhinney so is a, is a, uh, and, and if he ever does hear this episode, which is like next to zero percent, but if Rob McElhinney ever does hear this episode, when Rob, when, when Mac cultivated mass in that season of Always Sunny, I dug what he was going for. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Amazing. I dug it. It was it was it was amazing, Fabs. It was that was that was a uh, devotion to character that uh, that was committing to that, the bit for sure. That was that was, was committing to the bit, devotion to the character, unlike many have ever seen ever. So yeah, yeah that's I, I want to give him a surprise. Yeah, that that was <laughs> yeah. That Daniel, was. that's the thing. Like uh, like Rob McElhenney could do uh, my uh, Phantom Thread. But you could, right. or or there will be blood. But Daniel Day Lewis couldn't do it. So it's sunny. <laughs> no, I would no. love to see it though. No. I would love and, to see and, it and I'm so going to put this out there. I'm going to put this out there too. His uh, co-owner of Wrexham Football or Football, a, a man near and dear to my heart. I don't know if he could do that. I don't know. Yeah, if I don't Ryan know Reynolds. I don't know. If Ryan very Reynolds. handsome though. Very handsome, smoking so hot handsome. wife. Smoking we're way hot off wife. base. We're start- now we're just I, talking. You about know what? I, I don't my resolution care. I don't is care. to kiss Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> my resolution, yes, yeah. To give yeah. the sloppiest so, so, kiss uh, I could ever give. So I'm gonna take him out for a fancy steak dinner. We'll swap <laughs> the steaks and then and then we'll make out. So yeah, me right. and Fabs have achieved our goal of uh, putting it out there that our our goals are to uh, make out with Rob McElhenney. And uh, Ryan Reynolds. Um, okay. Well, let's get into and, some Guardians and, uh, well, New Year's resolution. I, I would just like to. I just like to wrap up this one part before beforehand, Steve. <laughs> so, if their representatives hear this, it's really, in the off chance, really, yeah. like the like the like the zero percent chance that they hear this, uh, it's out there. It's out there. Okay. All right. Well, okay. fair enough. Moving on. I, Moving on. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, right, well, Chris, since you're on a roll here, why don't why don't you start with your uh, Guardians resolutions for the year? And it better not involve kissing any of them. And by on a oh. roll, he means drunk as shit. Well, I'd love to kiss all of them um, because all of them do hold a special part in my heart. Um, despite oh, why my wife and and children might want to believe. Uh, they're 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 closer to family and they want to believe. Um, okay. I mean that that that's just me. That's just me. You know, I might, I might get a little sentimental about these kind of things. Uh, but my goal, my my New Year's resolution for them and goal, um, is to advance in the playoffs to at least achieve a ALCS 
playoff berth. Mm-hmm. Now, with this, this with this comes a few caveats. I don't think we can tread out the same lineup rotationally or positionally and achieve that goal. Uh, I, I, I think we will have to have some guys step up. I think Oster Gonzalez, even if he takes a regression, <clears throat> playing a full slate of games, I would have to say he hits 20 home runs, drives in 85 RBIs, RBI, and hits probably, let's say, 280. I think... I think Dude, we could all dope. agree. I think I, I think I'm speaking for all of us and saying if that happens, if he if if he drops from a 300 hitter to a 280 hitter, but hits 20 home run and gets 80 RBI and 40 to 50 doubles, we would all take that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think Stephen Kwan needs to keep on the same pace. I think Miles Straw needs to play to the mile straw level that we are accustomed to the last two years. <clears throat> I think uh, Jimenez and Rosario need to play uh, a stellar defense with the new rules in place this year, too. I, I feel very confident in Jimenez. Um, the front office sticking with Rosario remains to be <clears throat> seen. Because I could see him being traded at some point in the season uh, as his value increases. But overall, I, I, I think we need to um, build upon what we achieved last year and, and, and then take it up a, a, a step or two. And I think that's really within the reach of this team and this core of players. Um, I'd love to get to the ALCS. I, I really think had we gotten there this year, we could have given the Astros a good well, run. Well, at least a better me. better series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I mean, absolutely. there was nothing in that Yankees series that, that said to me, we are way overmatched. We're playing above our skill set. You know, that Tampa series mm-hmm. was a hell of a series. Um, You know... <laughs> I think the Anytime, Astros were psyched when plays. they got the Yankees. <laughs> I, I do think I, I I agree. I think they just have such a mental edge over them. Yeah, they they're yeah. in their heads. So, I mean, wrapping my my New Year's resolution to this team is let's let's get another player on this roster via free agency or trade. Um, I really think it's going to be more trade now at this point, given who's off the board. Let's get another bullpen arm and let's really dive into the season. And um, with Tito at the helm, I really think this team's going to keep, keep their goals in sight and not get too far do. ahead of themselves. Right. It, 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 it's boring. It's boring. I get it. I get it. It's boring. Everyone wants to talk about, you know, the world series or the super bowl or the NBA finals, given their sport. But Tito has this way of conceptualizing, of 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 drawing it to the the micro level of we got to win this series. This is the most important thing right here, right now. And given where our team's at, I think he's the perfect manager for it. Yeah, and I'm going to turn it over to you guys. He's a good mixture of like old school. With but being able to re- relate to the young guys, which is what I think the White Sox thought they were getting with Tony Larusa, but they didn't at all. That's and that's really what the Astros point. did get with Dusty Baker. I feel like it is. Sure. It is. I get the sense that Dusty Baker was like, "I'm not going to fuck this up." That I just like got to like. He's a great manager and like a great guy, but like I have to imagine when like AJ Hinch left when he was when they were looking for someone and they hired Baker, he was like, I, "There's no way I'm going to fuck up." like being at the helm of like an incredible roster, which is exactly again, the opposite of like what La Russa did where he was like, it's my way or the highway living like you yeah. still in 1986. But 
you know, couple. That's why those guys are like Hall of Fame managers, like Dusty Baker and Francona, because they there really aren't many guys that can like bridge that gap between no, both no, styles. The, where it's like it's a not. fine line, like it's a really fine line between walking, like you know, be, being a manager of men, and then and and playing to like very human elements but then also the analytics side that says like this and this. So like people, people knock on Tito a bit for some of that stuff or the, or the organization for it's like, you know, uh, (coughs) lack of playing like younger guys or like if you have a quote unquote Tito guy or something like that, people always will get on his case about that stuff. But like, I mean, for the past decade, they've done nothing but win. So it's pretty incredible and to your point about not playing the young guys i feel like last year he learned an end to that that it put it it, it put an end to that yes but i also felt like it was like hey you know what like moving forward a george valara a a uh Brian Rocchio or Gabriel Gabriel Arias. They can provide something to our roster that we don't have. And, and, and the pitching is, don't even get me started with that. Those, all of our pitching prospects could probably come into the bullpen opening day and provide us with something that we don't have. I, I would feel like, like in the last maybe like, one of them. And I think we will. I think we will. We'll get into that a little bit, Fabs. I'm glad you brought that up. But I feel like in the last year, year and a half, <clears throat> excuse me, Tito has really shed that. I need these guys to prove themselves to me. Maybe it's that more maybe it's his mortality. That he's it been like be, having all his like, be. you know, like, like it maybe might. like Terry Francona it's, is like, maybe he's like slowed down, like he's thinking differently after having like all his like existential, yeah, it's yeah, it's, like it's, his health care. That's, yeah. that's morbid to say. That's morbid. To I don't say, mean it. I don't mean I, it in a morbid way. I, I, I mean know, it like I maybe he has like legit and different outlook. I know. Well, you because don't. you think about this, but it's so. I actually mean it. I don't mean it like in a really. I don't mean it in like a weird, jokey, morbid way. Like literally, his career is like only got a few years left probably yeah he's got five five tops years five years depending on his health yeah yeah so yes i'm sure he sees it i'm sure he sees things a little bit differently now (laughs) as a manager so i i I, uh you know (laughs) half joking but uh no no but i mean we just like always my new year's resolution is to like make terry francona immortal is probably what my resolution should be. Like so, f- find a way to get him to drink from like the Holy Grail, and then so right. <laughs> you, know. you won't. I, so let me, so if that's your resolution, I'm going to say that you're not going out to Arizona this this spring to ask him questions that might oh. anger him. Oh yeah, yeah. No, not anymore. <laughs> I, I I gave that up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he ran me out of town. You gave that up back in like 13, right? No, he no. All I did out there was piss him off with some questions, and then I stole a ton, like a ton of batting practice balls. Like when I was out in Arizona for spring training, when I was working, um, they hit. They just had like because like those fields can be small. Some of those side fields, so they just had like off by the like the parking lot. There was like a side field where like dudes had hit like a ton of balls outside of the like fence, and I just jacked all those balls. I took them all. So nice, nice. They want a lot of lot of Lonnie Lonnie Chisholm Hall baseballs and steel possession. I hope in Frank Cona's Hall of Fame speech, he's like, "I'm motivated. I I thought about retiring, but then this shithead came along in 2012 and just asked me the dumbest fucking questions I could have ever imagined. I would love that, and it fueled me." (laughs) For another 15 years and help me get Cleveland over the hump to win a World Series. Well, if that oh. happens, if that God, happens, so. if that happens and we catch a wind of it, I will 
I, I guarantee you, to the two of you, and a lucky listener, one lucky listener, <laughs> I will pay our way to that induction ceremony. And he'll give the listener a bumpkin while we're there. Well, <laughs> that's a little much. Maybe Steve At the will. seediest motel we could find. <laughs> Maybe Steve, Steve will do will. that part. The man himself. Maybe Steve will. Uh-huh. I, yeah, oh, I have wow. okay, my great. reservations. I have my my my, my reservations on. I wonder if we. I wonder if the go. first ever. I wonder for the first ever baseball podcast to mention the word Blumpkin. That might be. A, that <laughs> I might don't be know. Popped in my head. <laughs> I hope so. Google it. I don't know. Might I think true. Stat Boy. Stat Boy. Get I on think, it. Uh, I think Passon's probably talking about Blumpkins and stuff and his stuff. Oh yeah, on the official ESPN podcast, definitely. Yeah, that's how. That's how he gets up to those ranks. <laughs> He has uh, a bumpkin no. rating for how good the teams are going to be in his power rankings. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, but in all seriousness, uh, when, when Terry gets in, the the three of us do need to be there in person. Oh hell yes, I love him so that would much. Be sweet, that would be very. I, sweet. I, I would. I mean, it could be my kid's uh, first communion or birthday, and and I I think I might take a pass on that. <laughs> I'm going to take a pass. I think uh, unrelated, unrelated to our trip, he just is going to take a pass. I, I'm I'm gonna, uh, we should be allowed to. Uh, we should be allowed to sit a few of those out. You know, you God know, damn, yeah, they happen know, every yeah. year. They, they <laughs> know, you up. know, uh, yeah. when when my wife married me, she did know, and 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 the, and I've and I've been it's true like PTO. To this. It's like PTO yeah. being a parent. Like, no, nah, I'm not going to this one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I did throw it out there when I started dating my wife. Um, there, there's two things that I like to do. I'm not going to be vacations. I, there's two things I like to do on my vacations: uh, see a new ballpark and uh, go to a brewery. And so far through uh, nearly ten years of marriage, she's been pretty accommodating to that. So mm-hmm. I mean, so now in, it's in, time in to turn up years, the dial. So now in five years, I really do say, need I'm not going to be at any more birthday parties. Like birthday parties, uh, first communions, uh, other life events, be damned. Um, Terry Francona's being inducted to this Hall of Fame. And uh, Tito's my boy. You know, like I've known Tito longer than I've known my children. <laughs> yes, and personally um, known him. <laughs> Well, not personally. I mean, but like, in, in, in he was our he was our account. mortal enemy there for a bit. That's he see, was that's, he that's was a true story of like vindic of like redemption because he was it, like, it really yeah. is it really enemy it number one really is, and um, you know, if my wife has any um trepidations with that, you know, well, maybe we need to speak to a lawyer. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Chris's New Year's resolution is going down a dark path. So, Fab, <laughs> take us back. I, I take us back on track. I don't even remember where it was. Okay, I'll take us back. Um, so, there's this indie movie um, that that I really like called Perks of Being a Wallflower. And yeah, my yeah. resolution goes out to Cleveland fans, just like in general. Mm. But it relates to the Guardians. So, the line is, why do nice people choose the wrong people to date? And the kid's teacher responds, we accept the love we think we deserve. So I want to apply that to fandom. Why do fans choose the wrong teams to date? We accept the love we think we deserve. So I'm applying this to Cleveland fans. And I want you to be energized. As ener- as energized as you get for the schedule release, which I know I text Steve about, as energized as you get for rounds one through seven of the draft, which I text Steve about and Chris about, get energized. When the Browns aren't playing for the Cavs and the Guardians, spend your money on them. I'm not saying you have to stop being a Browns fan. I I don't care. Like whatever you can spend a ton of money on season tickets. Whatever. Be at the be at the Muni lot. Get pissed drunk. That's fine. Have fun. But take that same fandom when it isn't five degrees on Christmas Eve when you see, should be spending time with your kids. Who are asking, yeah. hey, is Santa coming this year? I don't know if your dad's going to make it back from the Muni lot. So maybe, <laughs> maybe not. We'll see, Johnny. But the but the Browns have a 0.1% chance and they're playing the Saints. And it's negative 20. So we'll see. <laughs> Take that same energy on a beautiful summer night 
when it's 80 degrees with a beautiful sunset and you can get in for the same, for your entire family, food and drink, for the same money you're going to spend on 10 beers and your own ticket for a Browns game? And, and do that. Have a family outing downtown. So you, I, I know we are all indoctrinated in Cleveland sports. And a lot of fandom is originated from who our parents bless us or curse us with. If we happen to be, our parents happen to be Yankees fans. Oh my God, did we hit the lottery? We might be mm-hmm. living in a one bedroom rat infested apartment spending $3,000 on rent, but we get championships. Not maybe not so recently, but we did in the nineties. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, my my parents um, bestowed Cleveland fandom on me, and it's yielded some good times with the Guardians, and definitely with the Cavs. The Browns, mm-hmm. not so much. So again, back to my my original quote: Why do nice people choose the wrong people to date? We accept the love we think we deserve. You deserve so much more, Cleveland fans, than what the Browns consistently give you. I am not telling you to get rid of your Browns fandom. That happens a completely different time of year, except it overlaps because the Guardians happen to be consistently good. And the Browns are not. They've given you, since 99, three winning seasons and one playoff victory. That's fucking gross as hell. And I've been along for the ride. (laughs) Every I'm going to watch the final game of the season just to see my boy Nick Chubb because I love him so much. That's um, sick. But the Cavs, the Cavs have given you so many championship runs and the probably the best championship that's ever existed in the NBA. I wish but it was more, but they still give you the best deficit. one. Yeah, from the a 73 win Warriors team. Yeah, except other love in your life. Except the other Cleveland uh, Cleveland teams in your life, that is my resolution for the broader Cleveland fandom. It's okay. I'm not saying get rid of that that Browns, you know, fandom that you have come September. I'm saying take all that off season energy where you're going to be fucking talking about Deshaun Watson, Stefanski, hot seat, Haslam's, Depodesto, all that bullshit that just stresses you out, and enjoy the fact that tonight. Donovan Mitchell broke the franchise record and scored 71 fucking points. And the Cavs are going to be a top four seed if they stay healthy. And they're super young and fun. Enjoy that the Guardians are the youngest team in baseball and almost beat the Yankees who have a five times their payroll advantage over them and are going to continue to be better and have probably one of the best young players in all of baseball with Stephen Kwan. So accept other love in your life. Have a great 2023, and I'm hoping come November we can just be tarping off our garages and celebrating that the oh, Guardians yeah. are playing when the Browns are also playing, and we're getting pumped because the Cavs are going to have national games next year because a the Christmas Guardians Day and Cavs game. have given you so much. Yeah, Christmas Day games. They have given you so much more than the Browns give you. Mm-hmm. So please accept them into your lives. Uh, and I, I, can, I would also I say, that. too, even you – you freaks, you you freaks who I see walking around all year long wearing your Browns jerseys. You can even come to a Guardians game wearing your fucking Browns jerseys. Totally cool. I don't care. Steve, you're allowed to Steve, do that. It's it's safe. Thank you. For I see all that. you weirdos walking around. There isn't anywhere I go in Northeast Ohio where I don't see some psychopath walking around with a Browns jersey on not just like a hoodie or a shirt not, full on and, and not even jersey. like not even like a current Browns player it's like a Courtney Brown yeah oh William yeah Green. jersey yeah or William Green it's, not, it's you like go to the zoo oh, you're trying to go to the yeah. zoo you're trying to go to the zoo with your family and spend a nice afternoon on a Saturday and you get smacked in the face with a Peyton Hillis jersey yeah right. i didn't come like, for that oh, i didn't come God. to see that like i get that we're not like the most intelligent region in america but come on like you're really playing the stereotypes with those jerseys like mostly a lot of clevelanders like, are like elev- cartoon like characters elevate, like, where the like it's all yes, like the, they are. the closet's they just are. the browns jerseys they are and and i get it yeah, i'm get not some trying like what are you <laughs> What are you doing? Like, yeah, why is it? Why are they just wearing jerseys? That's so sloppy. Like, I'm, jerseys, I think, are good for game days if you're going to, like, one of the practices or the draft. 
I don't wear a jersey. Yeah. I also wear it on Super Bowl Sunday just because it's like the last time in a long time to wear sure. a football jersey. But like other than that, I don't just get some hoodies and stuff. Like what are you doing? Sure. Yeah, just like going I, I, I don't out, like, walking like, around. And- I don't want to dis- dis- I don't want to disparage <coughs> that group of fans if that's all their allotment allows them to. But like, just come on, guys, come on. We can get tees. We can get hoodies, like Fab said. You don't need. Or like, could you wear like wear? You don't have a to. Peyton always Hillis wear. or Colt McCoy jersey. In the middle of April, like, there's, there's oh, yeah, better to things to point. do, or just like a nice button up that doesn't have anything. <laughs> you have, like, yeah, you don't have to okay. go to dinner. You don't have to go to dinner with your family wearing like a Browns jersey. You don't, you know, there are yeah, no one's gonna. There are <laughs> yeah. button ups that aren't black and yellow. If that that like is so yeah. upsetting you know, to you too, you know, I. I Look, I, I, and trust me, I wear my guardian's hat and like shirt and hoodie all the time. So like, oh, oh, well, but, but don't get me wrong. Like but, I, I wear that stuff all the time, but, but at least they make the playoffs. But again, there's that part of it too, is like, right. I'm also that repping the team things, but... that wins every year for the past decade, as opposed to the most like, like that would be like, you know, like would I rather wear like the photo of a guy on my shirt who just comes up and kicks me in the dick for four months out of the year. That would be like wearing right. yeah. like a Brown's Yeah, sweatshirt. Jimmy Haslam t-shirt just kicking you in the ball yeah, just, like, yep. just a big fat picture of him laughing on my shirt. Like, thanks for giving me your money. Um, fucking but, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so again, going back to my point before I do my resolution here, like, look, if if getting you into the, like if getting you into the stadium means accepting you wearing your Browns jerseys, which I've seen many times on like oh, July nights, do whatever. Well, just just come. I'll, 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 even, I'll even give you the wearing the Indians gear. Like I get it. And Steve and I and, and Fabs, we've all had the conversation before we we hop on and record. You know. Especially last year when when it was back to normal circumstances, you know, early on this season, you, you saw a lot of Guardians and Indians gear. As the season went on, you saw more Guardians gear. When we got back to the playoffs, you started seeing that Indians gear re- reappear. And I understand, like, not everyone can make it to a dozen plus ball games a season. And I'm thankful for the fans that do come out for opening day and for the playoffs. But at the same time, we, we as a fan base do need to take a step back and realize that those ones complaining about the name change 18 months after the fact are the minority. They're crazy. Plain and simple. They're the crazy ones. They're the ones that think that despite not having a first-round draft pick, the Browns will win the Super Bowl next year. Like, everything's going to fall in their place, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. And when they don't, they're going to be the ones bitching and complaining the loudest. And they're going to be the same ones bitching and complaining the loudest if the Guardians lose in four games in the ALCS. But we as a fan base need to be better than them. And support the team and 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 just hope and pray and 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 do what we can to help this franchise get to that next plateau of it's 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 great if we make the playoffs here and there, but we gotta win one. We do need to win one. And I'm not trying to take that because I know people will always bitch and complain. Well, you yeah, know, 07 was great. But they lost. And that's not what we're trying to say. What we're trying to say is we as a fan base need to be better, but we also need to be realistic, though, too. And with that, I'm going to turn it back over to Steve <clears throat> for his New Year's okay. resolution. Well, I'm sorry. You're talking about being real. You're talking about being realistic. So I hope <coughs> my pro- 
I hope mine's realistic, but I don't know if it is. But uh, my only resolution for the team that's different from whatever you guys have said to this point um, as our final sort of thing here. Um, my resolution is that I would love for the Guardians to walk out of spring training the way that they did last year with an extension. And I want it to be a Shane Bieber extension so very oh. badly. Um, Dude. I was looking at the, the thing I keep coming back to is the Luis Castillo extension that he signed with the Mariners. He signed a five year, um, five year, $108 million contract extension with like mm-hmm. a, an option for a sixth year. So whatever the heck that ends up being, I, you know, 18, 17 that? range. Yeah. Uh, let's see one range, I'm sorry. or one Oh eight divided by five. It's 20, <laughs> 21, six. So it's, oh, 21, it's a little six. Six. even better. Even better. That he makes over the and five that's years, including a $7 million signing bonus too. So it's okay. about 20 million. Okay. So the, when you look at the stats, like it's called one twenty. I think it's a very comparable contract extension because uh, Castillo has pitched longer in baseball at this point than Bieber. So he's pitched Castillo has pitched well, actually a season longer. So six years versus Bieber's five years in the league. Um, Bieber's a little younger. Bieber's put together some like crazy. I mean, the stats are pretty comparable. Like, yeah. Bieber had a 287 <laughs> fifth this year and uh Castillo had a 291. Like you're dealing with like splitting hairs on some of these stats for these guys. But I yeah. think it's doable. I think it's for a starting pitcher to get that kind of that money. We've talked about it a billion times. We've probably mentioned Castillo before <laughs> as the model, <laughs> which actually I'm pretty sure we have. Um no, we have. I it it's right there. And like, I just want, I would love for them to go. I have this vision in my head, this glorious vision that you've got for the next five years, Jose Ramirez on the offensive side and Shane Bieber on the, on the rotation. These like two anchors of a team that's just like working its way towards a world series. And like these two, these going to be like these two wily vets who are going to get statues someday. Like I just, I, I have this vision and it's like, it would seem so like it would uh, well it yeah real quick obvious. it would seem so utterly stupid for the, yes it's like it's right there like it's too yeah. smart yeah. to move and like you'd be setting yourself back to trade your ace because you don't need more prospects at this point can so i like, can i can, yeah. I, can anyway. I even take it like a step further Because I, I, I too have that same dream where we extend uh, Bieber for for two, three more years beyond his current level of um, team control. And Jose is obviously under contract for seven more years. But can I, can I extend it to Andres Jimenez? is in that same category. Tristan McKenzie is in that same category. Cal Quantrill is still in that same category. Uh, it, it, you know, Stephen Kwan becomes in that same category. Oscar Gonzalez is in that same category. Guys like Rocchio, Valera, uh, Espino, Williams, come in and fill what we're hoping that they fill. Dude, would it be crazy to, I, 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 and I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm, I'm trying to be realistic here too, saying, (coughs) what if George Valera is a, a, a 30 double 20 home run guy. It's 280 a year. What if sounds fine? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sounds fine. What if Rokio proves to be the shortstop shortstop of the future plays excellent defense, gold glove caliber defense year in, year out. It's 
275 with 13 home runs and uh, a, a 285 batting average. What if Nerlens Noel becomes the first baseman that we're Nerlens hoping? Noel. <laughs> there's, there's, I mean, there's a the guy Kenzie? we haven't or John. Oh my God, John <laughs> Kenzie! Holy cow! He, he quits. Holy damn, dude! The thing is, the thing, the thing of pitches, uh, don't but, even but mention Nerlens you know, Noel because back about. in the day, he lost me so much money on FanDuel because I'd pick him every single night because he was the cheap center. So I don't ever <laughs> want to hear you mention Nerlens Noel okay. ever again. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. That, John Kenzie. You have your mouth. John Kenzie Noel. Noel. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. I, well, wait, I, Chris. I, real quick, but but real real quick, Chris. Would you let me ask you guys this? Because uh, I was just thinking about this as you were talking about them and and talking about extensions. Do you think it would be like insane if a team? like had these players that they were like pretty confident would turn out to be something. And they went to them like when they were in the minors, when they were like 20 and we're like, we're going to give you a 12 year deal and we're going to get, we're going to like do it for like 5 million a year. And you can bet on yourself and guarantee that you're going to get, you know, this much money now. I, I, I love that question because isn't that what the Braves did? With well, with um, Albies and um, Acuna in the minors, did they give him deals? Well, not quite the minors, but after about one year of MLB production, yeah, they do. Go to they, like if they were like if the Guardians were like Brian Rocchio is the truth. We're gonna yeah. give him Brian Rocchio is the truth. Now. We're gonna give him ten years right now. And and he's still in Columbus, and we give him a funny uh, sixty million like, dollar deal. The funny thing is, if you did that though, you they'd still be making up a shit ton in the front end because they'd be making so little between the minors and like their first, you know, five but, but years like, in the like, majors. Rokio's, Rokio, Rokio is a great example of that because let's yeah. let's say Rokio is. Uh, probably a good year away from truly contributing to the big league franchise. So you go to him, this, you feel so confident in him. You're like, look, we don't even give a shit that you're going to probably be in Columbus this year for 80% of your games. We'll call you up in August based on how you do, how you're doing. And then we have you for nine more years. <laughs> I I think you can legitimately. I, do I think like you could do it. A, a bunch of do eight it. year, five to six million dollars a year to like five or six guys, where it's like because then the incentive there is <coughs> okay, cool. I'm twenty one. <coughs> if I ball out, I'm going to get a contract at twenty nine. That's going to be huge. And if I suck right. ass. I'm guaranteeing myself forty million dollars. Yeah, which right. is also a lot yeah. of money. That's a lot of money. I'd be curious. And, and, I'd, be, and I'd be very on the curious. Flip side, and, I, and then taking another level, Fabs is okay. Well, you know, the the parent club gave you all this money as a let's say twenty three year old. Um, the last two years haven't been what you have hoped for. But we new franchise insert new franchise here. Right. Think you still have something left that we can help untap, and they get you for eight more years on that same deal. I mean, it's a risk, but it's a calculated. It's a risk, but it's calculated, and I, I wouldn't give this to either that everyone. or you. Uh, I wouldn't give it to you everyone. Could even go to like. You could even go to those kids that are like 16 that you sign out of the Dominican and you go like, we're going to, when you turn 18, we're going to give you a deal. That's, I don't know, eight to 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, $20 million. And it's like, Oh my yeah. God. And then just like, then just hedge your bets and just be like, well, some of them are going to turn out to be superstars. And, 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 and honestly, and honestly, a lot of those kids, would probably take it because that's so much wealth 
<clears throat> that they their family has never experienced that they can be like a lot of those guys don't pan out too so like and and a lot of those guys like what did i send you guys and just like our regular text message uh the one backup catcher we got he was the 15th ranked prospect 15th 16th ranked prospect in the uh brewers organization as recently as like 2020 and, and and I'm 99% positive I sent you that screenshot of his ranking on MLB.com or MLB uh, a Pipeline. And I was like, this is why you don't fall in love with prospects. Because now oh, right, he is a right. 26-year-old career backup. Yep. You know? And, like, I, I think a Rocchio, I think a, a Valera, I think a Williams, a Spino, uh, BB, uh, you know, the list goes on and on with pitching, especially. I think those guys are the truth when it comes to our farm system. I, I really, truly believe that. But I guarantee you that no, no matter what I think or what the organization thinks, one or two of those guys is going to underperform. Yeah, you're, sure. just to, you're just trying to. You just you just hoping that you can like snag like, you know, like like out of nowhere you get like the the Ronald Acuna or Wander yeah. Franco of like yeah you know baseball that but you've signed him for like four million dollars a year for until he's twenty eight yeah and you and can build around that that would be interesting to me I would consider it no no like if I was a I billionaire. Would, I, I, like, like if I was a billionaire, that would be and I like like a Steve Cohen billionaire, and I was like just just going crazy. I would consider doing that. Like if we had like prospects that we cared about that we thought like were near slam dunks, that I would I would do that. Why not? You really have nothing to lose. No. You mean that in my I mean, life now case, or in that scenario? <coughs> well, I'm saying, I mean, you know, playing with billionaires <laughs> money, playing with billionaires money, you really have nothing to lose because worst case scenario, yeah, I know you find a role for that player, whether it's, you know, the 25th, 26th man on the roster, you know, in the bullpen, just. Pitching two and eight. Oh, you know what? Though the owners would hand. have your head. They'd fu- they'd fuck you up so bad. They'd take oh, you out well, back. And I mean, the rest the of the ownership <laughs> would. Yes, they'd be so pissed. There's yeah. no but, way. There's no way. I really think there's a turning of the tides. I think I think a lot of ownership groups are coming to the Cleveland, Tampa, St. Louis to some degree model of look. You know, we can have a payroll of 150 million. To a hundred million dollars and still be fine, you know. They see how hard it is, though. Like they see how hard it is to win a World Series. Well, where it's I mean, like, but that that's the that's, that's the, the, caveat. Guys, that, that's the next. Like, they, that's the next. Step yeah, is yes, we can be competitive. We can win ninety games a year, but yes, it does help going up two hundred million dollars to to win that ALCS. Series against, uh, you know, um, uh, the Padres, right? You know, well, I think the thing Padres it gives you is it gives you, it gives you the ability to be in, in more postseasons, and that's really oh, that's what the advantage is. Being just spraying it, give me ten postseasons over fifteen years, and in one of them, you're probably going to win a World Series, and that's the Astros. They've been to, what is this, since 2017? Six ALCSs. Seven straight ALCSs? That's seven ALCSs. They've only won two World only, but they've only won two World Series. Mm-hmm. Like, you you just, you have, just making the postseason, that's, aim for that. Just try to be in as many as possible. Hope that, unlike with, with um, Cleveland football, Cleveland baseball is in a very fortuitous division where like thankfully we have a, a good chance to like always always be there um, yeah right 
be competitive. No, no. But like, it, it, yeah. Now, if I were to say, okay, Fabs, in the next 10 years, you can have 10 seasons. You can have eight years of playoffs and a guaranteed World Series. Or okay. you can have three seasons, consecutive, maybe not consecutive, where you are a top four baseball team and you make the championship series. Whatever happens after that is gravy. What would you take? Oh, the, the multiple years with the World Series. Okay. Because I know I'm getting a World Series appearance. If I'm the owner, I know I'm getting a bunch of postseason ticket money. <laughs> I know I'm going to get more viewership, probably a better TV deal when, I, when I'm able to sure. re-up for that. I'm, more merch is going to be selling. You're going to have an entire generation of younger fans that are going to, like, just like we did with the 90s Indians teams. Um, and it's no. almost the exact same scenario as what they had, except they went to two World Series. No. Would you disagree with the sentiment that that that's the path that the Guardians are looking to, Guardians in the front office and, and ownership are taking looking to take with you know the two maybe postseason appearances of what the Twins and Tigers are looking to do? Would you yeah, disagree I mean, I that, that, that guard- that's kind of the model? Of where I, I those think the Guardians are heading. I don't think I don't think the Guardians. I don't think there's a team in the the AL Central that can be a eight postseasons in ten years, unless you have built a farm system that is perfect and you have seventy <coughs> percent of them hitting, and then you can because then yeah. the finances allow you to do that. No. Because when people hit arbitration, but only the teams like. Literally, the only teams that can do that is like the Dodgers, the Yankees, right. and the Astros right now. Like those, I would, those are the only teams that agree have done with that. that. And and only one of those teams truly built everything through the farm system with the Astros, and they got Verlander. That was yeah. like kind of the missing piece. They went out, but the other two did a decent job though yeah. of with their farm systems. Yeah. But they have a shitload of money, so they can yeah. just even if a guy doesn't hit, cool, we'll just buy a couple. That's what the Dodgers did. But what? What do the Dodgers have to show for it? They have one World Series, which I would have gladly have taken, but one World but how Series. Many, how many COVID World year. Series appearances? Like three or four, though, too. Two, three, three. They had three, three, and it was, okay, and it, it's one that everybody kind of looks at. Like no matter what, everybody's kind of well, like, yeah, because I mean, yeah, twenty twenty six. Yes, there's a difference between <laughs> there's a difference in playing uh, World Series baseball with a. 45,000 people and an empty stadium. Like it's sure. a little bit. Sure. And uh, a 60 little bit game different. season. Yeah. yeah 60 game season like, the Dodgers. Tampa Bay Rays might have something to say about that, but that's an argument for <laughs> a different day. But the, the 60 game season element, was actually yeah. tailor made for the Dodgers with the number of like late season injuries. The Dodgers always seem to have in their, their pitching rotation, either like Clayton Kershaw yeah. um, or, they just their their ace went down right. in like August of this past year, like but only having to play for two months. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah no, right. No. Yeah, right. Oh, no, like I, a sprint. I, I, oh, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. I, I was just it was more so my curiousness because I agree. I would rather take the look. Give me one guaranteed title in the next ten years. Oh my god! Yeah, and, I don't and, care. And I don't care. Guys, if you guys give me one and, in nine losing seasons, I don't care. Yeah. I just want a title. Yeah. Just give me a title. <laughs> I mean, you could bow out in the first round, and I'd be fine with it. You know, but that one guaranteed year, yes, yeah, I'd be. I'd, yeah. I'd sign up for that. All righty, all right, boys. Um, let's uh, we'll reconvene. Um, hopefully, this gets you juiced up a little bit. Uh, for 2023, we're going to have plenty more going on here. I mean, we're really only like a month and a half away from pitchers and catchers as of right yeah. now. So, um, it looms, it looms on the horizon. So that's exciting. But in the meantime, we'll, we'll do some other fun stuff here, uh, in the winter as we get ready for spring and, uh, obviously happy new year to everybody. Check us out on social Calpino pod, 
uh, rate, review, subscribe. Um, we're looking for big things this year, not just from the Guardians, but for us. So anytime you can do that, that's a big help. And uh, we will catch you guys later. Later.